0: Football card collecting has never been funner. The 2020 class is popping off. We had an emerging performance from Trevor Lawrence. We're going to talk about all of that today. Coming up, I'm going to give you one hobby tip of the week, and it's actually pretty physical because I think a lot of old school collectors actually have this one thing going against them. So if there was ever a hobby tip of the week, it would be this one. But today, to start today's episode, we've been doing a lot of this engagement stuff in our YouTube comments, or just in general. We want to know, Andy, which team colors pop on football cards the best. Now, Andy, we are not talking about who do you collect or who is your favorite team. We're saying objectively, strip away all your fandom, which card team colors are pop the best on football cards all right Andy I'm gonna let you go first I'm gonna let you pick yours but what we want you to do in the comment section is let us know your teams okay Andy I'm gonna let you pick your first team
1: yeah man I'm gonna go with the Dolphins here and go with that turquoise teal whatever uh, specific shade of color their uniforms are I think they pop on quite a few different cards here and I think another thing for me is to look at the difference between 2020 and 2021 product because I like the 2021 designs better for prism, mosaic, uh, optic even, I think, looks better. I mean, they their designs for 2021 look really nice and you can see all the, the great color match. So whether you've got a green or a blue or a gold or, you know... Uh, silver even i mean these they all look good with the the uniform colors of miami dolphins uh so that's my pick
0: yeah and my first pick here has got to be the chargers it just does i i love charger cards i'm not a chargers fan i'm not but you know this you get two things with charger cards right you get the gold color match with all gold cards number to 10. We know how big the the gold actually is. You get the bluish color that matches really well with the rated rookie logo. I'm telling you, I, I, I go crazy. Anytime I look at a Justin Herbert rated rookie, it just looks so, so, so aesthetically pleasing and my favorite thing about Chargers cards is even if you take out the modern stuff, you go look at the Lennady Tomlinson cards that are out there and the gold refractors from Topps. You go look at the Antonio Gates cards. The Chargers have had a lot of these really fun Hall of Fame players, Philip Rivers as well, uh, from the early 2000s, and their cards just look so freaking beautiful. So I'm going to go um, – chargers with my first pick andy and uh man look at the, ooh, if you're watching on youtube look at that ladanian Tomlinson, just aesthetic man he was just the best and so many of these older cards have like this gold border trim around it as well so yeah i'm, I'm gonna go chargers i'm also a breeze guy uh as well so you got a lot of icons in that uniform andy now uh, I, I'm gonna let you pick this next team. This next team uh, actually kind of surprised me.
1: Yeah, my next team is actually the Baltimore Ravens uh, because I really, I really like the way that their purple uniforms pop on, um, like pink prisms, for example, or purple prisms. I just think it really stands out. Even like blue, blue matched stuff with their with their cards or silver really makes the cards pop out, and I think it definitely you know, you have to once again look kind of look at the year and the way those cards were designed. But uh, I really like the way the purple uniforms pop, like even a base select card, the way the purple and black pops off of that select premiere from 2018 is really nice.
0: My next pick is honestly kind of a cheat code here, Andy. And it's just very, very, very simple here. The bills and Patriots have the ultimate cheat when it comes to sports cards. Because this has not as much to do with their cards, but the trim of a PSA slab, right? The red, white, and blue trim does color match your actual team's card. So, you know, Bills and Patriots are direct match because their colors are indeed red, white, and blue. So it does set itself up for a nicer color match type of uniform. Um, you know, obviously Josh Allen cards are you know, probably the hottest thing and will be the hottest thing over the next uh, – over this year and probably over the next few years, honestly, because Josh looks that good. But, you know, obviously with the Patriots and Tom Brady and now uh, with a hurt Mac Jones, you, you see so many Patriot cards in PSA slabs. So, you know, for me, I – I like I'm not the biggest fan of the Bills and Patriots uniforms at all. I'm not a big fan of either one of the teams – But because of the PSA Slab match, it does add something to the
1: card. Yeah, man, it definitely does. And all these things add up because a a lot of card collectors and investors are looking at these cards as art. You know, you see the wall behind me, and I absolutely um, value these cards as artwork. And I think that's what a lot of collectors and investors are also doing when they're looking at cards to buy. They're looking like, ultimately, how good does this thing look? You know, and, and all these kind of factors go into it. It's, it's you know, not just the rookie card shield, not just, you know, the specific brand of card, but also how good does it look? Like one of my favorite cards is uh, Leonard Fournette's 2021 Limited with a, a black, a red and white uh, color design of him in his number seven jersey. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a veteran card, a base card, but I think it looks arguably cooler than – a lot of the other cards that I have.
0: Yeah. And w- one thing we will say we're going to give you one team here that we think actively hurts their cards the most, and it's the Browns. The, first off, why do they have these ugly block letters on their jersey? It's awful. I've I've honestly I don't remember a worse uniform in the NFL. Okay, now look, I like uniqueness and brown being your primary color is very unique, but their older uniforms, which were very simple, were just way better. I I I just Andy, I can't do it. I just can't. And I like Nick Chubb. I do. I really 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 do. Um, But man it, it it helps that they that you don't see a lot of them because they they haven't had a prime rookie quarterback menzel didn't pop off uh but still it just it 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 just makes me sick it honestly i'm 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 feeling like i'm gonna throw up right now, just looking at this it just doesn't look good at all,
1: yeah there's very few parallels if any that can pop you know two other teams that really pop for me carter and in just about any parallel and especially silver prism because we know silver prism is extremely popular and when you look at detroit lions players or dallas cowboys players their uniforms just pop so well with silver prism and the browns uniforms don't really pop with anything in my opinion
0: yeah browns washington's another one um you know Maybe, maybe kind of, sort of the Titans. Uh, uh, you know, I, I I, don't know. Maybe Jacksonville is another one that just doesn't really do anything for me. So let us know in the comment section which card uniforms or which uniform really pops off on cards. But I, and, and let also let us know who do you think had a better uniform draft here? was Amir wasn't Andy right my mm-hmm. picks were the chargers bills patriots yours were um obviously the steelers uh being well we didn't really mention the steelers so you the uh,
1: dolphins you were, the dolphins the ravens and then if i had to like give honorable mentions it would be the uh, lions and the cowboys
0: but you you also said you know while we're doing the steelers cards steelers yes. cards are they do their iconic man they're iconic. You get the gold color match, and the Steeler uniforms are just—I, are they're, they're probably the most iconic in the NFL, to be quite honest. Uh, you know the black and yellow, the black and gold, whatever you want to call it. I mean, they just, man, I've always just loved the Steelers' aesthetic. I just, I just have. So, let us know down below. Now, obviously, you know Andy in the world of just now sports cards. Uh, you know, Tua wins another game. Twenty twenty product you know still is going to the moon with four big time quarterbacks but i think obviously the biggest story for me is and and this is going to be huge if you're a fan of 2021 cards all right and you're a fan of football cards you need to be cheering for trevor lawrence right now because What we don't want, Andy, is someone getting into the hobby and spending all the money on all six of these quarterbacks and none of them turning out to be any good. Trevor was amazing this past weekend. So as far as, like, current NFL stuff, you know, what the Dolphins are doing, what Tua is doing is obviously pretty big, and obviously Jalen Hurts for 2020, their their stuff is going to continue to rise. But really, Trevor Lawrence looking like – what he should be is just huge, and this is what you do, Andy. You look at the data. Look at these rookie ticket autos, baby.
1: Yeah, man. If if Urban Meyer would have just uh, kept his his hands out of where places they shouldn't have been and, and treated his his players, you know, like adults, then you know he could be sitting in a, in, a, in a spot right now with an ascending Jaguars team because we saw this team beat the Colts at the end of the year. We we saw them show some flashes and. And here they are, man, putting a beating on the Chargers. Now, granted, Justin Herbert was uh, obviously still in pain in in this game, you know. Uh, But, you know, the Chargers, uh, um, the Jags offensive line only, only allowed six total pressures and did not give up a single sack against Khalil Mack. Joey Bosa did have to leave early in this game for the locker room. But still, I'm looking at uh, Trevor Lawrence's cards have gone up about 100%. Like, if you were to buy Trevor Lawrence's rookie ticket autos after the week one loss, those actually dipped down um, to around $500. And, and this was uh, – they were actually a little bit under $500. But now they're they're right at $900 to $1,000. So we've seen a big increase in uh, in Trevor Lawrence's – Cards since since this win, this big statement, and now they're two and one. Man, likely two, unlikely two and one in the AFC South, and it's it's kind of wide open down there, man. I know the Titans get a narrow win, the the um um just totally, Col- totally colts get the colts, colts got a, yeah the colts got a likely win against the Kansas City Chiefs. So it's like we thought they were down and out, and now all of a sudden they're they're bouncing back, and it's it's. But I I still think the the Jags, they may have a chance, man, in this division. We're seeing a lot of hype. Trevor Lawrence has now got the most expensive rookie cards from the 2021 class.
0: So Jaguars get two dubs in a row. And then in week one, they lost a game that they should have won. You know, they kind of choked that one away. So it's interesting, Andy. uh, There's a Vegas expert I like a lot. His name is Sharp Clark, right? And um, when I was doing radio, uh, doing some CBS radio stuff, Uh, I had him on uh, my show when I was doing fill and stuff. And one of his favorite teams this year and one of his favorite players, the Jaguars and Trevor, and a lot of the film community liked Trevor. A lot of the analytics community liked Trevor. I still think long-term compared to the Burrow and the Herbert and the Allen, Trevor Lawrence's career will be kind of Philip riversy where he's going to be really good. I don't think he's ever going to be the best, but still if he has a Philip rivers type of career in Jacksonville, um, it, it, he's it, that that's profitable. I mean, that's, that means he's really good. So um, we, we shall see what, what happens, but I, I'm happy to see it because look, it's Andy. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. It's good for the hobby. That at least you see Trevor win. Justin Fields looks nothing right now. They're winning, but this is some 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 rough stuff from Fields in the early going. Uh, the framework's not there, Andy, and obviously he 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 doesn't rip it. I, I mean, he's super athletic. He just doesn't rip the football. Throw it. So it, it's it's very interesting, and honestly. Uh, Fingers crossed. Trevor turns out to be really, really good.
1: I don't think Matt Eberflus knows how they want to try and win yet, but I mean, you had a a season-high game from Darnell Mooney this past week, and it was 23 receiving yards. (sighs) Justin Fields is up to now 45 pass attempts for the entire season through three games. Uh, Josh Allen threw the ball like 60 times against the Dolphins for over 400 yards in one game, so... That offense, the offensive line is still really bad. The only bright spot I see that's popping up there, the Bears, is Khalil Herbert. Uh, his cards have gone up quite a bit uh, since uh, since this past game. I mean, he broke off a big fifty yard run, had a had a really nice like eight yards per carry, which is impressive behind that terrible offensive line and David Montgomery going down. So Khalil Herbert's definitely got a, a lot of hype going for him as a second year player. But that's about it uh, on the uh, on the Bears right now. You're right. I mean, right now. For 2021 market, you know it's it's Trevor Lawrence, it's Jalen Waddle, it's um, it's your guy Jamar Chase, you know, uh, and uh, we're we're really like those are the most hyped guys, and uh, none of these other guys. You got Mac now with a severe high ankle sprain; he's likely to miss multiple months. Uh, apparently, they're considering getting surgery on it. Like it's so bad, he may have to get surgery. You know, um, Zach Wilson may make his. Return this week but you know i don't i'm not i'm out on zach wilson to be honest with you i'm I'm just out on zach wilson altogether trey lance is done for the year so it's really like you're looking to more of the skill position guys from 2021 and trevor lawrence
0: <laughs> i i'm gonna buy some trey lance cards during the november dip just because the same hype cycle is going to happen this next year, especially if Jimmy G doesn't play well this year. Everyone, the, the Kyle Shanahan factor is still a, a factor. A lot of people still think, you know, Trey Lance would have turned out to be good. So that, that's going to be something I'm going to look at to see if his prices do dip as much as I think they will uh, in November when the NBA starts and people move their money. So it, it is very, very interesting. Now, Andy, I do want to get to um, one specific football card related thing and obviously you know we're talking about general topics and we had the fun topic earlier about the jersey uh colors the one big thing that i've seen i could be totally wrong about this this is very anecdotal i understand that people still immediately win cards hit the shelf clean out the shelves i totally get it but it does seem to me With the increase in price of the retail boxes of cards, that more people have been able to get their hands on actual retail product. Am I right or am I wrong about this?
1: No, you're absolutely right. Like there, there was a time and especially in 2020. Yeah. Uh where in most of 2021 where you could not even find Chronicles. You you couldn't Chronicles. even get some of these lesser sets. Like now I can go to Target right now, and yeah, the optic will be gone. You know, the, the main premium brand, the Prism, the Select, and Optic, those are gone. But there's still uh Chronicles, there's still the Leaf products. You know, there's still uh, some of these other draft pick products that are that are there, whereas in, in years past, those are gone, man. Those yeah. are gone. So it is easier to get product. Plus, you can find it online. Like I was actually able to easily buy an optic blaster box. You can go on to blowoutcards.com right now and they have mega boxes of select optic and prism for like eighty dollars. Like it's not terribly overpriced. You're not forced to go to eBay and spend one hundred and fifty Uh, It is a lot more accessible because they've definitely increased production over 2020. Like There was a massive leap in 2020 over 2019, and they've definitely increased it even more in 2021. I wouldn't say uh, astronomically, but it's definitely increased.
0: It's going to come off wrong, but that's the way it should be. Not necessarily the increase in print run, but... You should be able to go to a store, buy one or two boxes, and it not get cleaned out by somebody else. So I understand what I'm going to say is is like kind of contradictory. But if you increase the price of the box, it decreases the profit margin that you can to flip the box. And it does allow more product to sit on shelves. So for me, I don't I don't I don't live that far from a Walmart. I don't I I don't walk in there and check as much because the first thing is it's stupid to buy a lot of retail wax anyway. All right. It just is. You you shouldn't do that. It's not smart investment advice because you're not gonna get what you're going to get out of the box. You might, you might get a hit. You might do you know what's really big right now, Andy, is a car rip. Right. You know, you rip it in your car and you, you and you might get, <laughs> uh, you know, a, a big fifty thousand dollar card. You might. Chances are very low. Very, very low. You should be able, though, to buy a box, rip it and, you know, just get cards out of it. Right. That's the point of ripping boxes. If you really want to make money um, in in the long term, you would have to get high volumes of product to flip for shorter profit margins or you could be like Andy and just be a singles only mostly kind of person, and that's what I am as well. I, you know, ripping boxes for me, Andy. I don't know how you feel about it. It's fine. I like it. I do get excited, but I don't rip too often because I know the value proposition of it as well.
1: Yeah, man. I just can't do it. And I think it comes down to you know you you get hooked. It's kind of like if you were to go and buy a, a scratch off ticket and you win on the first one you're going to be hooked. Or if you do play daily fantasy, you know, your win rate on these, you know, 500,000 player pool tournaments are, are really low. And, uh, you know, but if you win the first one, well, you're hooked, you know, you're going to keep coming back. And that's the kind of thing. Like I was, I guess, fortunate enough to the, the first break that I did, the first hobby box that I did. Well, the first Donruss hobby box I did, I kind of broke even, but that was in 2020 when everything was just super liquid hot. Uh, the first break that I bought into, was 2020 select and I spent $150 and got one card. And it was a veteran Carson Wentz card that was literally (laughs) worth nothing. It was the worst experience ever. Of course, I was trying to get Jalen Hurts. I bought into the Eagles. Uh, That's how long I've been buying into Jalen Hurts. So if I had just taken that 150 at the time, I could have loaded up on single Jalen Hurts cards and like strategically stacked my portfolio and it would have and been much happier with that money. I felt terrible after losing, but I I needed to do it for the experience and like see that, okay, that this is exactly what I thought would probably happen for most people. And this is not for me, you know? And so I do love being able to strategically stalk auctions of the guys I want and the cards that I want and and then load my portfolio that way, knowing that I've got like, you know, serious upside at that point. Yeah, so I was able to get
0: my hands on a select box, and I actually shared in our Discord, I actually put the box down. Um, I was able to, at, at, my, at my local store, I was able to get uh, a select blaster and optic packs, and uh, I, I picked them both up, did a price check, and the price for both of them, Andy, were $55 total. Not it is very, very, very expensive, but they had it, it honestly had to be done, right? for for the product to actually stay on the shelf. So those more premium products. Uh so I didn't get it the next day. I was able to get, you know, a select blaster. And like I pulled my first, you know, Jamar Chase card. It was just like a silly little uh turbocharged silver, right? And I always have a connection with the cards that I pull. I I just do. Uh, but this one will always stay in my PC because, you know, as, as you know, I'm a big Jamar fan. But um, but yeah, I, I also just want to shout out Select. They, they just look good. Select just looks really good this year. There's no other way around it. The parallels, all of it, it just looks absolutely amazing. So obviously, you know, more product hitting the shelves. I'm going to be interested in clearly Donris. I, i'm interested to see what this product's going to look like i like that jamar's on the hobby box cover uh so i'm a little biased towards that as well anything jamar chase related i'm going to be biased but the bottom line is select i freaking love it if i was rich i would just be pulling hobby boxes there's a, there it is there it is oh my goodness look at it look at it andy oh, oh my goodness
1: Yet to be discovered that I'm aware of. We just did a, a deep dive. Stay tuned for the outtakes if you want to kind of see our deep dive and what we did find. But I'm, I'm I'm with you, man. I love what they did with this year's Select. They also took the Silver Prisms uh, hobby only. And they took Field Level hobby only. So when you're talking about Field Level Silver, it's going to be a lot more rare than it was in 2020. So the print run of those cards are going to be considerably lower than they were in 2020. So they kind of made like a select this year, more of a hybrid. I think they saw, you know, the, the big content creators talking about, um, you know, kind of the tarnishment on the brand from 2020 because it went mainstream retail, the entire thing. And so I like what they've done this year by bringing a lot of stuff back to hobby only kind of keeping that exclusivity and that, that scarcity up. But, um, yeah. And I, and I think the design this year looks a lot better. I like what they've done with it, especially the field level looks great. So yeah, I've got a few coming. I would say, you know, uh hobby tip Carter is look at, you know, I think it's just, a it's, it's, this is pretty much a standard PSA because right now there's still so much 2021 products circulating through eBay, right? A lot of it's still being broken, a lot ripped and, and it's getting put on eBay. So you you a lot of times you're like, Man, but there's so many like twenty twenty-one optic hollows or Prism silvers or uh field level silvers. Like, I'm not sure if these will ever go up in value because the supply. Well, go back and look at what happened to 2020. Now, now those cards are going up in value because especially on the players that are ascending because the supply has had pl- the time it needs to circulate throughout the marketplace. And a lot of these cards aren't getting bought and then resold. A lot of them are getting bought and stashed in collections, put on walls, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, a lot of collectors out there and uh, they're not being recirculated back on eBay. So there is going to come a time probably a year, two years down the road where now all of a sudden the, the scarcity of of these cards are there and you could have got them whenever right now the supply is high uh, for a cheap price. You know, so that's definitely something to think about as you're looking at these auctions and you're like seeing, whoa, there's like 10,000 auctions ending on Monday night. And, you know, seven seventy five hundred 7,500 of them are 2021 product. And that's just because of the, the big consignment shops, the big breakers, the big rippers. They're all it's all focused on 2021 product right now. Select being the last of it. And uh, they're they're putting that f- up for auction on eBay, and you can really get some good deals, man. I got a lot of 2020 select short print and rare stuff, like Kenneth Gamewell, numbered out of 35 for eight dollars. Carter, like stuff like that, you know, where yeah, it's just like a uh, no brainer type of wins.
0: Hobby tip of the week. Uh, I'll go first. So I want I want I want to show you uh, this. So um, I did get a very um, nice donation, as you know, Andy, on Power Hour LSU, my, uh, my full-time job, so College Football YouTuber, I give away a bunch of LSU cards. So, you know, I was given a bunch to, like, give out. It's a lot of autos of players that are currently on the team. And I, I was already feeling this way. Uh, I have grown more to love Leaf. I know a lot of their stuff isn't licensed. I totally get it. But I listened to an interview. Um, Brian is his name, the CEO of Leaf. Um, and and I don't know any history. I, I don't know if they have bad blood with maybe some of you that listen or whatever. I just walked away really impressed. And I'm like, you know what? It's hard as heck to get licenses of these major leagues. And I started looking. I was like, well, Leaf cards, they get a lot of autos and they look fine, right? They don't have the, 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 the license, but at least it's an alternative, right? So I found this to be very interesting. One of these cards came in this right here. Look at this screw down, Andy. Ah ah ah. Nice. ah, ah. Wow. Have you ever seen a screw down like this?
1: Not quite like that, man. That's got a lot of 80s, <laughs> early 90s vibes to it. <laughs> I, I look, dude, this thing is a
0: brick. So, obviously, this is LSU's QB1, even though he's in an Arizona State uniform. It's uh, Jaden Daniels, right? So, the good thing in, in this case for Leaf, it's good that they don't have the licenses because these players transfer so much. He's an LSU player, and I, you know, I'm giving away a bunch of these on the channel. I'm probably going to keep this one, though. This, this thing is, is, uh, pretty screwed down but for and i get it i get this question a lot from people that you know are getting back in and looking back at their old collections you should not keep cards and screw downs you just shouldn't right uh over the long term it does uh, i i'm david hunter could answer this in our discord a lot better um it it, do, it does hurt the card what is it andy it like it, it it crushes the card it doesn't allow the card to breathe or something like that
1: yeah, like I've got a, I've got a Mark McGuire in a screw down that's been in the screw down from the, the early 90s. <laughs> and you can tell it's kind of created like a little bit of an extra corner to the card to, to where it, it just compresses it too much. And you think about it, you know, that card is made out of like pr- um, printed ink on paper cardstock. So that could also stick to the surface when you take that thing off. Now, all of a sudden you're right. peeling off that entire top layer of paint. On that card, so that's another issue. If there's ridges in there, it could definitely create creases uh, and or edge issues on the card. I'll share. I'll show you my uh my Mark McGuire. It's even in like this crushed black velvet case, and it's one of those things <laughs> that I've just never uh, touched, you know. And it's just always stayed in there. You can see. I mean, there's a little bit of damage to the bottom left corner, and I think that's from being in this screw down case uh, for all these for all these years. So. You know, that's, that's why, you know, they don't, people don't use these anymore.
0: Yeah. So if we're just getting into the hobby. Like I wouldn't immediately get a screwdriver and just take it out. Um, I'd make sure I'd have a top loader or something that you could put the card in safely. But, um, you know, some, you could put a penny sleeve um, inside the, the card or whatever the case may be. I don't know, but... I'm just not as I'm not a screw down guy. I'm not. Um, and look, yeah, I, I'm about to take a lot of my cards that sit up here in one touches and get, you know, promos because I want to put a penny sleeve inside, um, you know, my one touch cases now, because the same thing could happen as you told me with, uh, with one touches over time as well. So, Always be careful with that. It's always better just in general. A good rule of thumb is you want your card to be in a penny sleeve of, of some sort. Um, unless, of course, it's in a slab, which is obviously you know the premium where you want the card to be. But uh, that is my hobby tip of the week as I now have a weapon just in case there is an intruder.
1: <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> yeah. You definitely do. Yeah. And, and mine is just going back to the 2021 product, like stock, stock those don't necessarily be so focused on the players, especially the ones that are are extremely hyped up right now. Like if you look at my hype index and you're looking at the top uh, 10 guys like Jalen Waddle or Khalil Herbert, Amon Ross, St. Brown, you know, uh, Devonta Smith, these guys from the 2021 class that are very hyped up right now just type in 2021 select or 2021 rookie ticket auto and see which auctions are ending. Know that Monday night is the best time to snipe auctions because I I kid you not Carter. There's literally like tens of thousands more auctions ending on Monday night than there are any other day of the week. Still a trend that I'm continuing to see. And um, that presents an opportunity for a lot of cards to go very undervalued. And if you just search down by, set, like specifically select is one that you'll see a lot of right now, understanding that a year from now, the supply of that product is gonna to be totally different, man. And as these players continue to ascend, you could be sitting on a a gold mine of some very rare singles if you if you get them now. Like look at Javante Williams for a perfect example. It, you know, the Broncos are like really struggling right now, even though they're surprisingly two and one. It's like the ugliest one of the ugliest two and one teams besides you know uh, maybe the bears (laughs) you know so it's one of those things where go ahead and stash him now super undervalued for you know a future ascension because he's only 22 and a half years old he's still really good
0: so now we get into play of the week here and and you already shared one a
1: little bit with Javante
0: I like that Um, this one's just so blatantly obvious to me and I'm kind of shocked that he still does what he does and you know, for me, what makes Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert very fun is if you believe one or the other, if one's price goes up, you can make a play on the other, right? Because they're going to have the same kind of print run um, more often than not. Now, their pop counts, as we discussed a few weeks ago with the Trevor Lawrence pop count controversy, um I think that was episode 57 if you're interested in this. Uh, I highly rec- recommend you watch this on YouTube because I there is something very bizarre about Trevor Lawrence's PSA 10 and his base prism. Um, if you uh, message me and I'll send you the link to the episode if you want to see it. So once again, it's not always going to be apples to apples with the same quarterbacks in the same draft class. So I understand that, but – there are some things that I see that are just so clear to me. And this one is by far the most obvious thing I think I've seen in cards is Lamar Jackson. It, it's it, it's amazing, the price disparity between him and Josh Allen. Uh, it's still amazing to me, right? When one played at Louisville, one a Heisman, and also already has an NFL MVP trophy. And the other, who I do think is a better quarterback, I do. I'm not saying that he's not a better quarterback, but Josh Allen's prices are – If I mean, if you go compare rookie ticket autos, Josh Allen's prices are still higher. Now, Lamar's closed the gap because he's been so freaking unbelievably good this year. But – I understand Lamar looks different and I understand he's not your typical quarterback but I have a tough time b- believing that he doesn't continue to do what he's doing right the frick now. He is incredible. Enough with the well, he's a running quarterback, he's going to get hit. Lamar never takes big hits. He never does. He's so freaking smart at not taking a big hit. Um, he's just really freaking good, and mm-hmm. if you were to honestly ask this question, who has accomplished the most at the quarterback position in the last five ish years? Um, you know, obviously, Aaron Rodgers would be the case, but Aaron Rodgers was good before the last five years. You can make the case for Tom Brady, but Tom Brady was good before the last five years, Lamar. In the last five-ish years, won a Heisman on a Louisville team that wasn't all that great. That offensive line wasn't good at all. And now with the Ravens, is still winning at an extremely high clip. He's still playing unbelievably well. He is the best quarterback in fantasy football. And you still see huge disparities in his prices between him and Josh Allen when one has accomplished way more than the other. So for me, even though it's hot, even though Lamar's prices is higher than normal, keep an eye out. Because this guy is a bona fide, for me, for me, this is my opinion, he's a bona fide lot to be a future Hall of Famer as well. And I would be shocked if Harbaugh is your coach, Lamar doesn't at some point get to a super bowl now notice this andy notice this i didn't say win a super bowl now winning a super bowl would obviously be really good and it would cement its legacy but the key is getting there because the two-week hype cycle leading up to the super bowl as you've discussed plenty times uh over the years andy is the money time that's when you sell right and for me, at some point, it might not be this year. It might not be next year. It might be two years, three years down the road. Lamar Jackson is going to reach the Super Bowl. And those that bought him, um, uh now or just you, especially this offseason, you're going to be sitting and, and rolling in the dough. So just keep an eye out for Lamar.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm even buying Lamar. He was my quarterback play of the week last week, and I, I got lucky he hit the nail on the head. But it was it was good process. Like we talked about I mean, everything around this guy screams a buy. You can see his current um, PSA 10 base Donruss card right under $150 still. I mean, it's gone up like this was a card that was a lot closer to Kyler Murray earlier in the summer. You know, this was a card that was going for around 50 to $60, even at some points, the same as Baker Mayfield, but since has taken off big time, whereas Kyler has gone down, Baker's gone down. Uh, Lamar has gone up now to close to one hundred and fifty. Uh Josh Allen has also gone up with, with even about a thousand more PSA 10 based on versus then Lamar. His, has gone up to about $400, $350 trend. so, Massive, massive difference there in disparity. And I think that Lamar, you know what's so exciting, Carter, is the Bills play the Ravens this weekend in Baltimore. And then the Ravens play the Bengals. So it's like, man, these these Titans are, are put up against each other week in, week out. So, And we know the Ravens have that firepower, both with Lamar's legs and through the air with Mark Andrews, Devin Duvernay busting on the scene, now Rashad Bateman. They've got these weapons to be able to go toe-to-toe uh, and score for score with the Bills. So it's going to be super exciting. Another road game for the Bills this weekend. And, uh, hey, man, their secondary is banged up. I would not be shocked if it, you know it's one of those things that's going to be a slugfest that comes down to the final couple minutes if the Ravens kind of pull away with the win here. I wouldn't be shocked, you know. But at the same time, man, it's exciting. So I love the play.
0: Yeah, man. and. You, you've made a lot of money with Lamar and Jalen Hurts. Uh, I've got to buy a big Lamar soon. I feel like I'm just missing out on just something. I just need to, to actually do it instead of spending money on Jameis freaking Winston. All right, Andy, your play of the week.
1: Yeah, so my play of the week is looking at rookies, right? We've had new products. So 2022 Donruss Elite is out, and part of that is the pen pals. So what I'm observing in – I look. Historically, at trends last year, Amon Ross St. Brown comes onto the scene big time towards the end of the season. Javante Williams comes onto the scene big time towards the end of the season. We see these massive appreciations, Jamar Chase. Uh, we see these massive appreciations in rookies towards the end of the season. And a couple guys that I'm looking at, one specifically is Brees Hall on the New York Jets. And we know he was arguably the best running back. He was super dominant at Iowa State. He's got this Jonathan Taylor. Esque, uh, type of comparable and um, man this guy is fast explosive and he also got the bulk of the receiving targets this past week uh, against the Bengals and he's starting to earn his bell cow kind of role uh, more of a 60 to 70 percent opportunity share role within the Jets and I expect him to have some massive breakout games here coming down the stretch uh him and Chris Olave and I know you're a Saints fan Carter so Chris Olave is another guy I'm looking at because Jarvis Landry now injured. Now Michael Thomas is banged up with uh, a toe or like his third injury for the year already. And Jameis Winston is going to continue to just throw that ball like crazy. And uh, Chris Olave is getting a lot of these targets, especially deep targets. We know Jameis likes to push it. So I'm expecting just like one of these games, Chris Olave is just going to go nuclear and put up like 220 yards, two touchdowns and, it doesn't matter if the Saints have a below 500 record. And same thing with the Jets. These guys are rookies. There's still limited product. And right now, like I'm looking at their select XRC, getting that for 50 when I see the Aiden Hutchinson going for 150. When I see the Garrett Wilson after that spike week he had last week going for over 100, like 120. You know, I see the Drake London going for 120. You know, so I see all these uh, other first round rookies going for that prize. Jahan Dotson's another example. And these guys are a little bit lower. And I'm like, these are perfect snipe opportunities. Uh, And, and, you know, it's just one of those things where the mainstream, the hobby is not necessarily looking at the target share. They're getting the air yards. They're not looking at air yards and stuff, kind of trying to predict an upcoming breakout with their opportunity share. They're just kind of looking at the highlights, like what have they done and then reacting. I'm trying to get out ahead of that. By by buying those cards now and there's a ton of volatility man I could see people just turn around boom spend two hundred dollars on that card because the supply and the scarcity is so rare on those so uh that's that's my play of the week man you're muted Carter oh yeah
0: I kind of want to do this now because I wanted to make sure I got these comments right because I saw these uh, over the weekend people were hating on my my uh my my take here Uh, by the way, Andy, you know, I love your plays all the time, but I wanted to, I, I, it just clicked to me that nobody liked my every card should be numbered take last week. Did you, did you see the comments people? Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. Not, not a lot of fans on the, every card should be numbered thing.
0: Thomas says every card numbered, stupid idea. He says the value wouldn't be there. Low number cards are what you want. Low production. Every card numbered would suck. The value would go down. I just disagree with that because we're not a base card number to 20,000 is still going to be a base card number to 20,000. It wouldn't affect a card that is only numbered to 49 or am I wrong about that?
1: No, I, 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 I'm with you. I, I (laughs) questioned him like, why, why do you believe that? Because I'm, I'm with you. Like, yeah, so so now it all it does is add transparency like you're still going the, the cards that are low serial number are still gonna be desirable people are still gonna go after them but I do find it interesting I would be uh, haven't haven't you guys ever wondered like what is a base, print run of a base donors like tell us are you making twenty thousand are you making a hundred and twenty thousand there is a massive difference there and it would be good to know this information because otherwise it is impossible to, to figure out okay
0: Maybe, like, the most basic cards that we all know are going to be, like, four bucks. Just have those cards just not be numbered. But I'm telling you right now, this is why I think people are just totally wrong about this. The bait-and-switch happens a lot more than you think. Andy, I'm just saying, there's been a lot of Justin Herbert silver hollow prisms that don't look like the card that you buy, Right or it gets sent back. Don't you want that transparency? Why would you, as a buyer, for a card that expensive? Because unless you're getting it in a slab where it has a unique PSA number, but even then, you know, there's a big thing with the mantle bait and switch out of an SGC slab. So, once again, I don't mean to bring back a take up, you know, from last week, but I remember seeing those comments, and I was like, well, let me think on it. Maybe I did speak ahead because it wasn't just me. Someone who knows way more about cards, our our guy Mint Dylan, but he shared this take as well, and I'm like, yeah, uh, I I want my cards to be numbered. I want to know that that card is is my card. Now you could still commit fraud or whatever, but uh, but but still, but I wanted to. That um, was
1: the other thing, Carter. Somebody said, well, if you want it numbered, then get it graded by PSA. But to your point. There's a lot of uh, fraud going on with slab swapping and people, you know, switch somehow switching out cards and And we know how easy it is to crack open an SGC slab. So that can be done with without very little damage to the slab and and making it look just good. So, I mean, yeah, that that prevents from somebody being able to commit fraud on even a more base or. And yeah, to your point, don't don't have to do it on like base score and sage and all this other stuff. Like not all the base stuff, but like, yeah, base optic, base prism, base Donrus. Let's let's uh I would I mean I would not be opposed to it. I don't see the big deal with it, even if it is some gaudy number of thirty, forty thousand. 40,000. I think that gives a transparency. And maybe the the manufacturers would be a little bit more conscious of how many nice. they're printing if they had to put the print run on the on the cards like that. So and and maybe the value would go up on certain cards like mosaic you know, if, if they had more serial numbers on them.
0: Yeah. The so I didn't mean to break up a take from last week, but someone please correct me on this. He did uh, someone, JTJT JT also said Carter needs to talk less and he needs to talk more. I always agree with that. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that one. Um, I want to shout out, Oh, my shoes. Your channel is perfect. Who just started collecting and want to invest. Keep going, Andy. There you go. Tanner, super underrated channel. Yeah, so, I mean, and then Kyle telling me that, uh, giving me credit for uh, saying that my Tua take was wrong. I'll say it until the end of time. It's the most wrong I've ever been about anything. Tua looks pretty good. Now, we'll see over this next year or so, um, how much is it him? How much is it the new play caller? How much is it Tyreek Freaking Hill joining your team? Um, but yeah, two it two it looks great. I was wrong. Two it looks great. I got
1: I got a bold take for you. You, you know the Bengals are playing Thursday night football this week, and yeah. uh, I'm hoping that I have some kind of power on some device. You know I am in Tampa, so things are going to get a little dicey. But I'm hoping that I get to watch this because I think the Bengals are going to beat the Dolphins on Thursday night football. Hot take for you. Short week. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to say anything about
0: this. Huh? <laughs> huh? 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 I I PC obviously a lot of Bengals players, Jay Hill being one of them. Um, but you know, it it is what it is. I, I'm fine with being wrong about stuff. I've been in sports media my whole basically half of my life now, so so it's no big deal. But. Always comment section, give us your harshest criticisms. Let us know what we can do to improve. As always, go to patreon.com slash football cards. If you have any questions, feel free to hit us up. But honestly, the best thing for you is to subscribe to the Patreon and the Discord. So I'll say this as someone who has a Discord with Power Hour LSU. Um, it, it is better because you do get access to uh, not only me, but other people in the Discord. You learn – being in the discord it's not so much getting access to andy it's just everybody else in there knows a lot of stuff uh they definitely know more than me there's people in my lsu discord that know more about lsu football than me uh, and and it, it's it's great and andy you didn't know this i didn't tell you this till the end i had a one-on-one yesterday with uh, ross uh for like uh like 30 minutes yesterday on zoom uh ross is kind of my guy now love me some ross um, but yeah you you connect with these people he's in Scranton, Pennsylvania. he gave me a lot of good advice on uh, I'm starting to you know, looking at buying some shack stuff you know because of the LSU connection and some Chris Paul stuff. so he's obviously helping me in a different sport but obviously with football as well. so go to patreon.com slash football cards. Handy the Patreon, baby. You're growing, baby. You're growing.
1: Yeah, man. And and it's not just the Discord, right? We, we've we got access to the Keep'em web app, the web app that you see us use throughout the videos. So you can get that there. We also put out a bonus um, article. If you want to get like a tour of my workshop here and my process behind the scenes, I put out Backstage Pass there as well. So there's all kinds of goodies, plus a monthly giveaway. I mean, there, there's a tons of goodies you get. You definitely get your value.
0: Yeah, so if you are, I, I'm going to give something for you andy if you are somebody that is joins in the next week you'll get a one-on-one with me if you choose to you might not want that uh but if you are new i'll I'll do a one-on-one with you i'll I'll just gonna do that so want to get that thing growing and um and yeah just just let us know if you're the one to join and i'll hop on you know zoom with you kind of like i did with ross um you know where he was helping me i was helping him and it's a good way to connect. It's a good way to start trading with people. Ross and I are getting together some trades, um, and um, and yeah. And until next week, we'll see you, baby. Peace, peace.
1: got it. What up? <laughs> Look at you, man, with the the snow jacket on. Are you cold today? No,
0: it, it, it did get a little chilly, but the main thing is, uh, let me see if I can fix this. Let's trying to fix this internet speed
1: right here. No A little, y'all. Oh yeah, you got the new internet hookup. <clears throat> yeah, um, I think last time we were on, you had the internet tech coming in.
0: Uh, yeah, that was last week. Now that I think about it. Um, no, I've, I've just been ice cold with the, some of my predictions. So, <laughs> why, are not? Uh, two, it looks like the second coming. I didn't sell my Jameis card when I should have. Oh man. And, uh, decided to gamble and roll with the punches. Let me do this real quick. Now, do I look normal now? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. We go. So, uh, so yeah, lost some, I didn't lose money on that. I kind of just wanted to let it ride and and have fun with it, but, um, but yeah, life life otherwise is is grand. Other than uh, everybody laughing in my face about Tua, Tua of course being the story of the NFL right now. Well, the Dolphins being the story of the NFL right now.
1: But It's pretty wild, man, to see, um, you know, you look back and everybody was so crazy about Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert cards, and right now they're crazy about Jalen Hurts and Tua cards. And like
0: I said, the entire time, I wanted – so someone did message me. I don't remember who did, but someone did accuse me, and it might not have even have been about this pod. But I've always like talked about uh, to
1: it. Wait, you can't hear me. Can you hear me? No, I think your mic is off though, because you, you got like this weird echoey sound kind of going. On, uh, let me see. I'm gonna make sure your mic is on because I know last time we.
0: That should fix it.
1: There you go. There's that radio voice. No, um, but no real talk.
0: I was thinking about this. The um, the I, I said every time with the, the Tua thing, I wanted to be wrong about that because I hold a lot of 20-20 uh, wax. And, you know, the, if Tua and Jalen Hurts continue to play well, which they should. Now, I've always thought Jalen Hurts was going to be a good – I mean, you knew this. I always thought oh. Jalen Hurts was going to be a good pro. Uh, even so much as saying, I, th- I thought Jalen Hurts would be better than Tua um, as a pr- professional prospect. He's so so athletic. He's you know very strong willed. What he did at Alabama was just crazy. But I, I always thought he was going to be a good pro. Uh, but man, Tua has just been really, really good. And probably underrated the the fact that you know their supporting cast is so strong. And I also was a huge waddle guy uh coming out huge, and his cards just look really cool,
1: even watching their yeah. game Thursday night, I was like, man they're i honestly just my personal opinion. I'm like their uniforms are ugly, <laughs> like they just." I'm like looking at Amari Cooper, thinking about how cool he used to look in a Raiders uniform and a Cowboys uniform, and now he's in the Browns uniform. It's just like, man, I don't know. There's just nothing aesthetically pleasing about the Browns uniforms to me.
0: Nothing. And look, if you you collect Cleveland Browns stuff, if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, that's not me. I, I don't dislike the Browns. I just don't think, first off, their uniforms are just hideous. Uh but the second thing is I just don't think it it just doesn't look it just doesn't look well, right. And
1: you know the other interesting thing, so my kids have been watching a lot of football with me so far this year, and they like to guess I make them guess the teams names by the helmets and the and the color on their helmets. And when they saw the browns, they're like, What team is this? And I'm like, Can't guess it. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, They're just the Browns. They're like, What? The Browns? Like that's a team name? <laughs> oh, you know, right. just kind of it's funny good thing about,
0: about like the Bengals cards is i don't know when i when i look at them they it could you ju- it, it's my bias obviously but a bingo on a tiger stripe card is just too beautiful
1: the, yeah the, did the, you see james posted up the the tiger stripe in the discord yeah that, um, that, that somebody that, sold it
0: that that jamar uh that Jamar tiger, uh, tiger stripe. But yeah, I I guess I'm just biased uh, towards uh, the Bengals that I didn't mention them. Um, Another one. And I know it's kind of like, I'm pointing out like bad teams, but the jets, the, I, I don't, that dark, that darker green just doesn't really, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is, but for the most part, I don't really care about the aesthetic I care about the card, and then, oh, it was only two hundred
1: bucks, yeah, best offer accepted two hundred bucks this is what I was talking about with the die cut effect, plus he's not wearing the black and white bangle wow, stripe yeah. uniform that we want to see him in uh with this card but so has one of these not surfaced the ones I want I've not seen a, a single I'm not seeing a single one. It's not, uh, it's not huge on my on my radar, because <laughs> I'm sure it's probably uber expensive. But let's see, it's hobby only and a case it, so that's gonna be pretty rare. I'm guessing it's like a print run of like 50 or less. I don't
0: know. How I'm gonna get my hands on one. I kind of just want to buy a hobby box and just try my luck.
1: Ah, uh, oh, uh, there you go. There you go. <sighs>
0: Oh, that one looks cool right there.
1: Uh, the black. This one?
0: No, the one. Uh, the base the, one, one. the one that's a thousand.
1: The tricolor? That they say that's a tricolor, unless it's just a bad, bad picture. It does have what? a wave design to it, but that's. Oh, that's I weird. thought
0: it, the picture is awful. Yeah, the know. picture's
1: bad. They, they're calling that a tricolor three out of seventy-five. That doesn't look like a tricolor to me.
0: That's probably got some pink or... I don't know. Still a cool card.
1: Yeah, I like this year's um, field level silvers, and ever since I realized that they're they're uh, they're hobby only, and therefore the print run is going to be way more similar to what they were in 2019, 2018 when they were hobby only. So keeping that, spe- and then I, um, I one of the other guys uh, even added to that. I can't remember who it was, but he said it's all the silver parallels are hobby only for all the tiers, not oh, just field holy. level but concourse premier and club level as well are all hobby only let's go i like that that that's pretty cool yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah. no i don't i don't see it
1: unless it's sold (laughs) but you can see there's not many man it's pretty rare card it's probably the base field level selling for 10 to 20 is pretty impressive Look at look at that variance. That's I love some of those variants on new product, man. It's such a opportunity to make money, uh, like on the XRCs. These field level silvers. Like I was able to get a Javante Williams for twenty field level silver. Beautiful. I think that was a really good price point. Although the Broncos got to get got to get going a little bit.
0: Come on, right, Russ, start cooking. Um, yeah. So what's really interesting. About this, I, I have a few of the LSU uniform ones. Look, that one's in a slab. That die cut was in a slab. Sc- scroll up a little bit.
1: Oh, yeah. 44. PSA
0: 9. Oh, oh, wait, that only went for 44 in a PSA slab?
1: Well, it's still select. It's club level silver, but it, it's only a 9. So if it was a 10, I mean, there is a big, big uh, dichotomy there between 9s and 10s. So they would have been you know. better off just selling it raw. Most likely, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's, uh, it's a yeah. uh, it's still unbelievable to me. Still unbelievable how much the nine ten ten thing will ne- never make sense to me. I g- I guess. I guess we're gonna put zebra on there.
1: if we get any hits with the zebra? No. I don't know, man. It's going to take a while for this thing to surface. And then if it does, does that person want to sell it? There's a, the there's a Josh Palmer. Josh culture.
0: Palmer went for 200? Oh, I'm so toast.
1: <laughs> hey, Josh, man.
0: He was Josh, the target
1: leader when Keenan Allen's out. He was the target leader again this week, but they lost. Again, Josh the Palmer. It's a cool card. To, Josh Palmer went for 200? <laughs> Oh, no. So, yeah, that uh, that Jamar is going to go for a couple grand with how, with how much it correlates and how good it looks. Yeah, that's good.
0: I'm telling you, I
1: honestly think that card is going to take a life on,
0: on its own. I really do. I think it's going to go... I just think it's, like, just the coolest.
1: There's nothing better than a Buccaneer Red Cracked Ice.
0: And those do look cool. So... So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, I'm ready whenever
1: you are, my brother. All right, let's rock in the roll, man.